anxiety hacks, proven techniques, tools, and tips to calm this. Listen with therapist and author Kate Hudson-Hall as she chats with professionals who share with us excellent ways to calm your anxious behaviours. For more help to relieve your anxiety, check out her exceptional book, Anxiety Hacks, on Amazon. Oh, hello, and welcome to the Anxiety Hacks podcast. And today our guest is Rebecca Wagner. The and it's going to be the ultimate guide to managing anxiety and achieving long-term success in overcoming mental health challenges. But before we begin, I just want to mention about my new book, Anxiety Hacks. The audiobook is about to be about to be released. Um, and it is on all the major platforms. So if you are interested, then uh, please check it out. Now, back to Rebecca. Now, Rebecca's unique approach to healing through hypnosis and mindset, combined with her background in massage therapy, offers a holistic solution to help you break free from anxiety and become the person you truly want to be. Through her powerful process, you'll discover the connection between your mind and body and learn to heal in a more effective and gentle way. So join us today on this journey towards inner peace and transformation. So welcome, Rebecca. Thank you. I absolutely love that introduction. Thank you. Good, good. Oh, wow. So you have a lot of different tools in your toolbox, don't you? Um, I do. Yeah. So tell us about um, your view of anxiety. Okay. So anxiety, I believe, is ultimately, it's the fear of the unknown of the future. And once you put yourself into that space of the future, that's when you start to get anxious because you're thinking all of these thoughts that most of them probably aren't going to even come true anyway. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point, isn't it? It's all those what-ifs and all of those negative thoughts that come with it. Yeah, and it's it's funny because I I heard somewhere one time that we think like 50 thoughts, well, we think a lot of thoughts per second, but very often we think a lot of negative things and the possibilities of those actually happening are like less than 1%. (laughs) That's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. Because we have 60,000 different thoughts approximately that go through our mind every day. And then yeah. what is really shocking is that 70% of those thoughts are negative thoughts, That um, which is, you know, that's how we've been created, you know, from our forefathers. And so if you think that, oh, my gosh, all those thoughts, and then so many of them are negative anyway. So if somebody, you know, is not in a very good place, then those thoughts, it's going to be many, many more negative thoughts. Yeah. You know, than than, um, if they weren't in a negative place. And then the worst thing is, though, with with these statistics, the worst thing is that 95% of the thoughts that we have today are the same thoughts that we had yesterday. Yes, yes. That's just awful. It's so true. And it's like, so we can think about the thoughts the thoughts from our past. Why can we not think about the good things that we want from our future instead? Yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. as you and I both know, 
um, we have two minds. We have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind or subconscious, some people call it. And our unconscious mind doesn't know what's real and what's not. So whatever thoughts you think, it believes to be true. And so if we can think of things from the past that are negative or whatever they are, why can't we think of things of the future that we want the things towards where we're going so that we can decrease the anxiety because now we have a direction to go? Absolutely. And work with that part of our brain, that unconscious part of our brain and start Mm -hmm. to set some positive seeds. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I know this time of the year we're in we're in spring where I am in Toronto, Canada. It's springtime. And this is the time of planting those seeds of setting those goals, setting those things that you want for the future so that coming the summer and the fall times, then you can start to reap your rewards. So there really isn't a reason to have anxiety about it now because it's like a baby. When you create a baby, it still takes nine, 10 months in the womb to grow, you know? And so it's like people want things done so fast that then they get anxiety because it's not happening. Yet all they have to do is wait. Yeah, and work through. Yeah. The start it. But, you know, if you think of those thoughts and those negative thoughts, and like you say, setting seeds for the future, Mm-hmm. You know, if you haven't got those seeds set in the future, then you're you're more than likely just going to be thinking negative thoughts. Yeah, because you're only thinking of the things that you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, and it's about consciously actually making that effort to think. Right, okay. If it's if I have the same thoughts that I majority of the same thoughts that I had yesterday, well, I'm never going to change. So I need to consciously make some decisions about how I'm going to do that. Yes, exactly. And it's and when you bring it into the conscious mind, that's the repetition. The repetition of continuing to do the same things that you want to change those negative thoughts. Because so I think what it is, is if you say one negative thought, you have to do, I want to say, and I don't know these numbers exactly, although this is what I do, is if someone says one negative thought, I make them say three positive thoughts right away. A way to over like to counterbalance that and then if they really want to make it more solidified then I make them say five and then to really get them to completely flip the, that thought totally then I get them to say at least 10 good things about that situation instead yeah yeah brilliant brilliant it is it is so what, what do you suggest to the the listeners should do there so first of all it's being aware that you've actually you know, that you're having that negative thought or you've said, you know, something negative maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so even say like, what, like, let's say an example of a thought is, oh, I can't even think of anything. You know, I fear for, I'm, I'm scared about going out to the shops. Okay. So I'm scared to go to the store today. Okay. So there are people that are going to start to think all these negative things that could happen. Although you could flip it and to be like, what if I hit every green light on the way? And what if when I get there, somebody holds the door open for me or helps me pack my groceries or everything that I need, it pops right right out in front of me and it's on sale. You know, like you start to really think of the things that you want, those good things. And then you get yourself into this excited state instead of um, the negative state, because when you're even in fear or you're in excitement, it's the same 
feeling inside your body. It's just one has the positive aspect on it and one has the negative aspect on it. So you're going to have that feeling inside you anyway. Why not have the positive vibration to it rather than than the negative, the fear, which creates the anxiety? And fear and anxiety, you know, are, are the same, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. At the same level. So it's 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 being aware that actually, you know, if you start to turn that around and, mm-hmm. you know, if you say got to do a speech to a very large pe- a group of people mm-hmm. and that anxiety, you could fear, you could turn that around and, and create excitement rather than like going down the, the dropping down into the hole of anxiety. It's yeah. actually building that excitement and focusing on that, that, that excited feeling. Yeah. Because even if, say, you're going into a new situation and you're like, oh, I'm very anxious about this, you could even switch that to be excitement. Like right now, um, hockey is big here in Canada and mm. the playoffs are happening. And if you watch the players while like the national anthem is playing, they're bouncing on their skates back and forth. And what they're actually doing is they're getting out that that burst of adrenaline, that burst of excitement so that they can go and play and so it's the same that happens in everyday people too where it's like they're getting this burst of adrenaline they're just putting that anxiety twist on it where if you're like oh no this is excitement let's just do something move my body to get it out then you can go on and do the thing that you want to do and you're at a more calm state yeah yeah excellent excellent it's so much fun. It's so fascinating to really watch how people do things, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the way they do them and how they create those steps to be anxious. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And to even for yourself to like step back and look at yourself, look at your situation that you're in from that third person. Well, that's going to take the anxiety out of it right away because you're no longer in that situation. You're yeah. disassociated from the event that's happening and you're looking at it as if it was a movie playing out, which takes all the emotion out of it anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rebecca, so what what else um, would you suggest to somebody that has anxiety, whether that's severe or, or mild anxiety? So there's a couple of things that I would say. Let's start with the first one of overwhelm, anxiety because of overwhelm. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes you get anxious because you're getting overwhelmed because you're thinking of 47 things that you have to do at once. And it's like, oh, I'm so anxious because I have to do all this, 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 this. So then ask yourself, what is it specifically that I'm overwhelmed or that's creating my, my anxiety now? And when you bring it down to that one specific thing, then you go, okay, what's specific about that? And then what's specific about that? And then you find out, oh, I just have to call call somebody and cancel an appointment. Well, it's like there's no longer any reason to be anxious about it because now you have to do one thing. So when you bring it right down to the very specifics, the, anxi- the anxiety, the anxiousness slash overwhelm is removed because you literally are just doing one thing in that one moment. Yeah, good, good. And then I suppose it's breaking it. It's then working through the next 
yeah next uh whatever it is you need to do in order to be able to bring the anxiety down yeah exactly exactly and making and just being very specific with yourself because anxiety it's like you're floating in the clouds and the rockets are all going by really fast you know where it's yeah. like let's bring it back down to the earth maybe take a few deep breaths ground yourself connect to the earth so that you can figure out exactly what is you need to do in this moment to release to decrease that anxiety yeah and i think it's important for listeners to because a lot of my clients i'll say so you know so what would it be you know if if they were to know what would it be that would be able to help them with their anxiety and then they'll say oh i don't know but what, what's important to know to know is that there is part of you that does know. So then you could ask yourself, so what if I did know? What about if I was to guess what the answer is? Yeah, yeah. Then that would be the answer. The first thing that comes into your head would be the correct answer. Yes. Your conscious mind kind of dives in and starts to, oh, no, it's not that. Oh, no, it's this. Oh, no, no, no. So part of you does know what the answer is. So it's asking yourself again and going with that first answer yes yes <laughs> it's so true it's so true and then the other one so we got the one that's being very specific and then the other one if you're getting that anxious feeling it takes about five minutes and this is where you want to sit in a chair and you want to focus on the situation that you actually want to happen so let's say we're gonna let's use the going to the store and so you're like, okay, I'm getting really anxious about the store. Let me take five minutes for myself and relax for a minute. So you sit there and you relax and you close your eyes and you imagine that you've gone to the store and you're 15 minutes after that event, 15 minutes after the being at the store, maybe you're already back home and now everything has happened. You've unloaded your groceries and you're home again, sitting in your chair. Well, now you've put yourself into the future past where you knew that the anxiety was going to come in and because you've already played that in your head before you've even left your unconscious mind now knows the pathway of where you're going and so you can replay that at least five times in your head you go imagine you close your eyes and you imagine you go you're gone to the store you've got your groceries you've come back home you're in your house again and you just keep visualizing that and you just imagine like feel what it feels like and you really hear what you're saying to yourself and that will automatically start to really decrease that anxiety because your unconscious mind now already knows the pathway of what's going to happen it's like a habit we already have these habits that are known they're just neural pathway connections that just go so you're creating a neural pathway for that moment so that when you actually do it your unconscious mind is like oh i know what i'm doing i've already done this before and that yeah. will Reduce the anxiety. Automatically reduce that anxiety. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. I think we need to all give that a go. So we have to sit down and then we're going to visualize how we will feel back at home in our safe space. You want to imagine. You want to imagine what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. You want so to imagine what it's like. Imagine it in your head. To... Visualize yeah. it. What, what, how you're going to feel. Because you'll feel really excited and pleased and proud of yourself also yeah. but also you'll feel that calm secure safe place being back home yeah 
So it's it's imagining all of that and then keep replaying that. Yeah, at least I would say at least five times because you want to repetition is key. So doing it at least five times and then go to the grocery store and you're going to do it and you'll be like, I'm home. And that was amazing. And everything happened just as I thought it was going to, you know? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, I love that one. So what other what other trinkets have you got up your sleeve, please, Rebecca? <laughs> what other trinkets do I have up my sleeve? <laughs> have you got any books? I I do. My absolute favorite book for this kind of stuff is Mel Robbins, The Five Second Rule. Oh yes. Have you read that one? Do you know Mel Robbins? Yes. Yes. Because then you're getting anxious about something that's never even happened. So just yeah. count down five, four, three, two, one, go do the thing. Yeah. You have that five seconds where your conscious mind is totally out of play to go up and do whatever it is you're going to do. And then before you can start to think about it, you're already done your activity. Yeah. And so that takes the anxiety completely out of it because there's no thinking that happens, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I love that one. The five second rule by Mel Robbins. I also love, and we were talking about it earlier, um, just about how our minds don't know what's real and what's not real, and you want to put yourself into the future. So Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza, actually anything by Dr. Joe Dispenza is friggin' amazing. And um, yeah, that's another book I'd really recommend. Along with And why would you recommend that book? Because he really takes you through um different um meditations he talks about the different meditations and how when you put yourself into that moment that you already want to happen then there there is no anxiety about it because like we talked about you already created that event that's going to happen in the future in your mind yeah and so once you've done that then there's nothing to be anxious about because you've already created You've already created it. It's already happened in your unconscious mind. Yeah. And so he just has a lot of good tips and he's just very knowledgeable in the neuroscience and the quantum physics and the quantum world of everything just to get a, a more round, deeper understanding of all of that. And then the other book I would recommend is Atomic Habits by James Clear because oh, yeah. habits run our lives. And so if you can start to change the habits that you're doing for the one, like four things you actually want to do rather than the things that you just do because it's a habit, that's going to start to decrease the anxiety because you're becoming more aware of your life again. We are only 4% conscious and everything else we do in the day is 96% unconscious. Absolutely. So creating these habits Consciously, it brings more awareness to who you are, where you are in your physical space so that you can figure out who you want to be, where you want to go and do the things you want to do rather than what what you're just doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Making it conscious. I, exactly. Absolutely. And then, of course, once you become aware of your habits, then you can start to create a new positive habit, which will create a new positive pathway, neural pathway in your brain, 
that your yeah. brain over time will start to use automatically rather than going down that old habit pathway. Exactly. Yeah. Because every new pathway, if you think of a forest, there's no path. Yet you want to get to the the river that's in the, the stream that's in the middle of the forest. But there's no way to get there. And so you've got to make the path first. You got to get your bushwhacker thing <laughs> and cut <laughs> the grass down, you know, get through the weeds. And now you've got like the like a padded down path. And then you go, now you want to go do it again. And so now you can, now you've walked it a few times. Now there's dirt laid on the path and you walk more. Now you put gravel on the path and eventually you put asphalt and then concrete. And now you've got a highway to get to here. And then that old path that you were taking is mother nature's taking it back and it's starting to grow the grass and going, going over it. So you can just continue on this new path. And this one's completely like mother nature's taking it back. Brilliant, brilliant. I have a metaphor that I use that's very similar. And it's if you imagine a a huge field um, and then somebody comes along and this field's got lovely long, lush grass, and then somebody comes along and they walk all the way down from one side of this field right down to the other. And then you look down and you can see the grass is getting trodden down and then they walk all the way back again. And then you can see the grass is really getting trodden down. And then 25 people come along and they walk down that same pathway and then it starts raining and then they turn around and they all come all the way back. And then by that time, the pathway has really been, the grass has been trodden down, that pathway has really been formed. Yeah. And so there your mind will start to use that new pathway and then the old pathway, the grass, like you say, will start to grow over and, and there will be no pathway and the mind will automatically use that new pathway. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I prefer the bushwhacker one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just more, yeah, I'm, I'm very visual. So it's just more visual. To like imagine someone bushwhacking through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how funny. Yay. Um, okay, so is the, so how can people, so do you help people online? Of course I do. <laughs> jolly good, jolly good. So how can people, how can people connect with you, Rebecca? So they can go to, I'm most active on Instagram. So go to Instagram and type in Rebecca Wagner coaching. I have my website, which is RebeccaWagnerCoaching.com. Or you can find me on Facebook at Rebecca Wagner coaching. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So if somebody um, wanted to come and, and reach out for help from you, how would you take it forward? So I usually do monthly complimentary masterclasses to give people a better understanding of how their mind works. And especially because a lot of things I do are I use hypnosis, which is to be very clear, all hypnosis is self hypnosis. So the only one that can hypnotize you is you. And so Using, I do the hypnosis classes, the intro to hypno or hypnotically shift yourself. I, depending on the theme, I change the names of them. And it's just an overview of what hypnosis is, how it works, why, and then you get to experience it for yourself on some kind of journey that we take, depending on the theme of the class. And that's where you start. 
because then it gives you that idea of, oh, this is just a brainwave state that I can access because I access it twice a, twice a day anyway. And I always say, so why not use hypnosis for a purpose so that you can really get the things that you want to get? And from there, then then the sky's the limit. We, could, we would work one-on-one. Sometimes I offer classes. So it just totally depends on where where we are and what I think would be best for you to get you the results that you're looking for, depending on what that is. Okay. Um, and so uh, all your um, up and coming courses, mm-hmm. so are they all on, on obviously on your website? Then do you promote them on Instagram? And, and Yeah. Out, Usually out. they'll be in the, the link in Instagram or I'll do lives about them or um, I do you know, stories, reels. And so it's a matter of just staying, making sure you have that notification button on so you can know when the next thing's coming. Cause I have, it just depends on what's going on. Obviously I have children. I have young children that they're doing a lot of baseball this summer. Nice. <laughs> so uh, it's just a matter of finding time in this, in my schedule to put the master classes. So there are, there's going to be one coming up in June. There's going to be one coming up in July. They're just okay. date, the dates will be on my website. Yeah. Oh, fantastic, Rebecca. Well, this is, you know, I want to thank you so much for all, you know, all of this invaluable practical help people with anxiety. So thank you, Rebecca, for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. Yay. Thank you. And thank you to everybody for listening. And we, before we go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes so you never miss an episode. And then, of course, let us know what you think and show some love, your favorite podcast on wherever you listen. (laughs) On Spotify or Stitcher or Buzzsprout or wherever you listen. So thank you so much to everybody. And I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Anxiety Hacks, the podcast. If you've been affected by anything discussed in this presentation and would like further information, please go to katehudson-hall.com. That's katehudson-hall.com.